Hi friends, well it's time to uh, do another podcast, so yeah, just going to take a little bit of time today to to talk about a topic and a subject that I think um, affects, well, don't think, it does affect, affect millions of people across the UK and indeed around the world, and the truth of the matter is none of us are immune. In fact, the area that we're going to talk about um, on this podcast probably affects affects all of us at some time and in some way. So the question is, what is it and what can we do about it? And the topic is anxiety. Is anxiety a creeping paralysis that uh, tries to uh, find its way into our lives and uh, just hold us captive, captive to... Um, fear and worry and panic and all those sorts of uh, negative emotions and negative feelings. So, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about for a little while today on the podcast, um, Anxiety and Is It a Creeping Paralysis in Our Lives That We Need to Be Ever So Aware Of In Order to Try and Tackle It and Deal With It. And we can tackle it. And we can deal with it. Sometimes it's just a case of knowing the best way to do this. So let's give this a little bit of thought as we um, give it some consideration together. Low-level anxiety. I think it can creep up on us unawares. And um, you can find yourself going into a situation, uh, maybe a room of people, or you're about to... Um, take part in something that's significant for your life and for your future. Uh, maybe you're about to embark on a big commitment in some way and um, and there's a there's a certain level of anxiety that that, that goes along with that. I think the other thing is that um, pressure and stress in life can have an accumulative effect on us so that um, over a period of time, even if we don't start off um, feeling anxious, we can, over a period of time, um, accumulate um, low-level anxiety. And sometimes that can happen, um, and we're not aware of it, not fully aware of it, um, until it gets to a place where it begins to have a detrimental um, effect on our mental health, our mental well-being, um, and also on our, our physical bodies, uh, and and indeed it can affect our spiritual life uh, and um, the whole aspect of, of the spirituality part of our lives. So, anxiety is a it's a massive issue. There was a there's a, been a research done just recently, and uh, it's been in quite a few of the papers talking about the fact that uh, the millennial generation is one of the most anxious generations that have ever been, and. Um, they're saying that this is because anxiety, first and foremost, is rooted around the concept of uncertainty. That anxiety is born out of a level of uncertainty, uncertainty of what the future holds, uncertain about what might happen, what might um, take place. And so when we're uncertain about something, then we can see how anxiety can be fueled. Um, in our lives and how um, one level of uncertainty can add to another and these things can build up over a period of time and um, all of a sudden we, we realise 
um, if we're switching ourselves on to realizing these things, we, we, we realize that, that, that anxiety is building up um, inside of us. And we can realize this for lots of different reasons. I think that um, physically, sometimes we can tell that stuff's going off inside of us. Um, there's that sense of um, when you... Um, and, and sometimes it's important just to be quiet and it's important just to be still so, so that you can listen deeply to yourself you can listen to um, the rhythms of your own mind and the rhythms of your own heart uh, you can also listen to your own body um, and what your body is saying to you uh, maybe deep down in your stomach there's that there's just that unsettled feeling um, and when you carrying that unsettled feeling that uh, that may have come about like we said sort of uh, in a, in a way that we've not really been aware of, but um, because of um, continual sort of circumstances and situations, it's it's built up over a period of time, and um, you 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 have that sense of or oh, just um, a heaviness deep down inside of you. And that 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 can I think be a real sign of uncertainty, uh, of sort of anxiety, low level anxiety um, in our in our lives. Um, if you know we, we we're beginning to lose our joy um, and our happiness and our appetite for life, uh, all these things can be signs that um, that we're beginning to carry levels of anxiety that's not um, not helping us at all. And um, if we're if we're not you know for those of us that are parents if we're, if we're, if we're not enjoying um, the time that we'd ordinarily spend with our children for those of us that are married in relationships uh, we're, we're not enjoying the time that we spend with our spouses because our minds are constantly being taken in a different direction um, these can be real signs that uh, that we're carrying anxiety um, in our lives and we need to give consideration to how we how we deal with with some of this stuff uh, anxiety of course can be born out of all sorts of different sources um, and and, and and reasons, and we need to give time to think about what those things are. Can to do with job uncertainty, um, uh, financial worries and concerns. Maybe we're carrying health concerns. Perhaps we've got concerns over our um, parents as they get older. We've got concerns for our children as they grow up. Um, we've got concerns for um, jobs that need to be done around the house. We've got concerns over. Um, confrontations that we feel that need to be made in order to settle matters and sort things out all of these things can can begin to breed anxiety um, in our hearts and um, we need to be um, aware of that I've been conscious of these things at different times in my own life and um, I think the greater level of awareness that we can develop then the better equipped we are um, in in order to deal with it the things like um, avoiding necessary confrontation this can be a real source of building anxiety um, in our lives because whenever we are faced with dealing with a similar situation we we feel some level of, uh, of worry that's associated um, with that uh, when we're being you know made to do things that we feel uncomfortable with these things can also breed anxiety in a real way um, in our lives and so it can come about in all sorts of different sources and um, the sooner we can become aware of it, the sooner we can begin to think about um, strategies and processes that can enable us um, to deal with this and to get on a better track again.
For me, I think the older I get, the more important I understand is the necessity to look after our own emotional health and our emotional well-being. Um, to find the space whereby you can just um, um, offload certain thought processes um, or take certain thought processes in hand in order to um, deal with them in a more uh, particular and intentional way. What we've got to do is we've got to make sure that we're not just allowing things to go off in our minds um, and not taking uh, the proper level of control over those thought processes because... Um, as a man thinketh, as the book of Proverbs says, as a person thinketh, so is he. So taking um, control over our own thought processes, taking control over what's going off in our minds and what we're allowing to go off in our minds is a, a definitely an important step, um, an important first step, actually, in starting to deal with, with, with low-level anxiety that can build up into... Um, higher levels of anxiety that can, you know, at worst leave us feeling both either paralysed in a situation, uh, fearful of acting, fearful of speaking, fearful of processing something um, through, um, and so we feel paralysed um, in a situation like that, or just completely incapacitated, whereby we just won't do anything at all for fear. Um, and so anxiety is an important topic, it's an important thing, and we need to consider it well. So how, how do we do this? What are some of the strategies that maybe we can put into place to, to help us um, deal with anxiety that comes to us through life? And I think we've got to just face up to the fact that the world in which we live now does tend to be a more anxious place. And uh, because of that, we've got to make um, intentional decisions and choices that will um, cause us to um, to move against that flow and against that that tide. Now, anxiety, of course, can be born of stress and not all stress is a bad thing. You know, there are certain amounts of stress that we all need in our lives as, that act as motivators to enable us to get things done, uh, particularly some of us who maybe tend towards procrastination a little bit more easily than others. You know, you, you need a certain level of stress um, in the right way in your life because um, it, it puts the right amount of pressure for you to act and to get a job done. Take a deadline, for example. A deadline does not necessarily a negative thing. It can, in fact, be a really positive thing because when we know we're working towards a deadline, we've got um, something that we need to do, a job that needs to be completed and finished off, then it allows us to focus. And the beauty of focus is that it allows us to bring all of our energy into that one place and it's energy that we need to, to, to get the job finished. And so in that sense, stress can be a really positive thing. It's when we accumulate so much stress that we don't know where to turn. You know, maybe we've got so many things on our to-do list that we just feel swamped by them and we don't know which way to turn. Maybe there are so many things going off in our lives that um, we just feel swamped by them all and uh, we don't know and we can't see a way forward in it. That, I think, is when uh, the accumulation of anxiety um, becomes a real creeping paralysis in our lives and what it does is it demotivates us and it stops us acting um, in any positive way. And the beauty of action, of course, the beauty of doing something um, 
don't know if you're one of those sorts of people that likes to have a tick list. You know, the beauty of the tick list is that actually ticking things off the list is a very empowering thing because it brings with it that sense of accomplishment. And any level of accomplishment, again, is an energy driver. It's not an energy drainer. And so it's bringing energy into our lives. It is a life source, if you like. Um, And so we've got to discover where these life sources are in order to bring energy so that we we can really begin to move forward. So stress in and of itself may not be a negative thing, but the accumulation of stress to the point whereby we don't know where to turn next is obviously a, a really negative thing and we need to, to learn how to, how to deal with that. So here's the first thought in terms of um, dealing with anxiety's creeping paralysis. Uh, the first thing that I think we need to do is we need to identify sources what is making us feel the way that we do? Um, and not only do we need to identify those sources, but we also need to name them. We need to speak them out. Uh, we need to see them and speak of them for what they are. Um, and, and, and the power of speaking, those sor- speaking to those sources or naming them really does matter because what you need to do when you're dealing with anxiety is you need to quantify the anxiety. And you need to quantify the sources of what that of, of what is making you anxious, because when you quantify it, once you begin to name it, once you begin to see it, uh, then you begin you can begin to do something about it. It's when we are floundering around, moving around in the darkness, um, overwhelmed by anything and everything, that we really do get ourselves into a really anxious state because we we can't see any way forward. And so, the first thing that we've got to do is is in dealing with anxieties, creeping paralysis, is we we've got to name the sources of our anxiety. Uh, we've got to speak them out for for what they are. And so maybe that's a, an extra workload that's come our way through um, things that we're doing in, in our working life. Um, maybe it's certain things that are going off at home. Perhaps it's uh, an unhealthy um, financial situation. Maybe it's issues to do with, with health. Perhaps, well, it can be a whole manner of different things. The important thing is to to start to list them, start to name them, start to write them down. You've actually got to see them. There's real value in writing stuff down. Don't just let it sit there in your mind. uh, Otherwise, it's just going to drift away. But but when you're when you're seriously wanting to deal with issues of anxiety in your life, you've got to you've got to name the sources. You've got to write them down. The second thing that you want to be doing is when you're dealing with this is you you then want to be numbering them um, on a scale, a simple scale of one to ten. You've got to be saying, OK, what is causing me out of these six things? What is causing me the greatest level of anxiety? OK, let's let's give that a number nine or a number ten, something that puts it high up on the scale. And then let's just go through that list, looking at those things. Uh, financial concern here, health issue there, concerned about the kids over this matter, Um, realise that we've not spent any quality time together for the past two months with our spouse, Uh, feeling beginning to feel anxious about that, realising that the house has not had a proper deep clean for however long and we're concerned about all those sorts of things. Oh, no, I realise that I've I've slipped away from doing my my, my, my fitness routine. And and all of these things, that they create the lists and then we prioritise the list and in prioritising the list we're putting numbers against them because 
What we don't want to do is we don't want to get ourselves in a situation where we're feeling overwhelmed by the list itself. You know, where on earth do I start with all of these things? Um, And it just compounds the anxiety that we already fear. So what we're doing is we're looking for them we're seeing them, we're writing them down, we're naming them, we're prioritizing them, and then we're going to make some decisions in the way that we're going to start to tackle all of these issues. And um, again, there's a few ways that we can look at this. Um, I think there, there are there are sort of three things really that, that we need to do with those issues that are making us feel anxious and 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 different ones carry a different response um some things that cause some level of stress and anxiety in our lives we've simply got to carry them um let's face it there's just no option you know it's a part of who we are it's a part of what we need to do and so we've just got to face it for what it is take it head on and say that is not something that I can delegate it's not something I can ignore I've got to carry that situation because it's got to be dealt with and then in saying that and in recognizing that make some sort of a a sub plan which allows you to determine okay in what way am I going to carry this situation forward because if we can get some level of measure on it Um, and it becomes a a part of our responsibility for who we are and what we need to do, then in seeing it, naming it, categorizing it, giving it some measure of importance, and then determining, actually, this is something that I've got to carry, is something that I've got to deal with, then, yeah, okay, we've got to deal with it. That's the reality. We've got to deal with it. But not everything in that list is going to need to be carried. Some things on that list are going to need to be contained. In other words, we, we, can't, we can't eradicate them. Um, we can't carry them in the same way as saying, you know, that's, that's an important part of who I am. Therefore, I've just got to carry that forward. Um, but we've got to put some level of containment around it. Um, maybe it's... Um, you know, it, it could be a, a relationship that's 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 bringing a a real sense of anxiety um, to you, um, and it's an unhealthy relationship. Um, and um, you you just got to say, okay, I, I've got to put some containment around this. You know, I've got to put some parameters there. I've got to build some boundaries. Um, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you and I building healthy boundaries around our lives. In fact, it's it's absolutely critically important that we build healthy uh, boundaries around our lives when we're thinking about the importance of emotional health and emotional well-being. And so um, maybe it's something that we've got to learn how to contain. Um, And the only way that you can contain something is, you know, (laughs) if we're thinking about liquid, the only way we can contain liquid is is by putting it in some sort of a jar, something that that sort of holds it. Um, And and often in life, what we have to do is we we have to work out certain boundaries. And in building those boundaries, what we're doing is we're building an element of containment around our lives that allow us to, to manage um, complex and difficult situations which if they if we don't 
uh, then they run away with us and it's that sense of of them being in control those anxieties being in control of us rather than us being in control of that situation that's making us anxious um, that that leads to an over flurry of of, of 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 stress and anxiety and pressure and uh, and that, that 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 all of that stuff starts to rob us of our joy it takes away our peace and um, and we need to really really recognize that um the the other way in which we can think about anxiety from a practical point of view so one is what what do we have to carry there are some things that we've got to carry and we need to recognize that other things in our lives need to be contained um, you know, maybe we realise I'm giving far too much time to that issue. Um, it's just creeping up on me all the time. And so we've got to learn to contain it. Um, and so we, we say, well, this particular area of my life is going to have so much of my time, um, but not anymore. And, and, and that is the point of containment. Um, th- this, this can also apply in the world in which we live to issues to do with social media, um, the way in which we conduct ourselves on those spheres, those public domains um, that can really have an amount of attack upon our lives. There's so much social anxiety now that is built around the issue of social media. Um, and so we need to look at that aspect of containment. Um, here we are. Here's me talking about it again. But uh, just looking at Facebook, when I last looked at it, somebody just put on there, um, having a break from social media for the next seven days. That's no bad thing. That's no bad thing. In fact, um, on Radio 2 just recently, Chris Evans has been talking about the importance of social detoxes and um, the way that he's looking to manage that in his life. There's a lot of thinking around this and we do need to take it particularly seriously because social media is breeding social anxiety in so many people's lives that we've got to take it seriously and learn how how do we do a detox from from some of that stuff. It needs to be contained. Um, and, and the other thing that we need to do with anxiety is there are certain areas that are trying to creep up on us um, that, that we just simply need to cast off. And we need to say, you know, that is not my business. It's not my responsibility. I'm not going to take ownership of that. Sometimes the problem is that, that guilt drives us to take ownership of things that are not even ours. You know, they're not even our responsibility. Uh, and, and we think that we're doing good. And in many regards, maybe we are trying to do good. Um, but, but the best we can offer to people is when we are emotionally whole and, and well ourselves and spiritually strong and, and physically we're looking after our bodies. It's when we're taking care of those things that we put ourselves in the best position to help others, which does mean that there are times when we need to look on that list and say, OK, well, these things here, um, it's not about me carrying them. It's not about me containing them. Actually, what I need to do here is I need to cast this off. I need to get rid of it. And you have to make a positive and an intentional decision to say, right, I've done with that and I'm going to walk away from that situation. It's going to have no more influence and impact upon my life. I'm not going to allow that to build anxiety 
um, in my own heart and life. Um, it reminds me of, of one of the scriptures that Peter says, Peter, you know, one of the apostles of Christ. He says when he's writing his letter, he says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Now, Peter was a fisherman, so he knew what casting was all about because he used to cast his nets on the on the Sea of Galilee when he was a fisherman. And literally, he would pick that net up. He would stand tall in the boat and he would pick that net and with all of his strength, he would stretch out of his arms. He, he would pick up the net and he would cast it right out on the Sea of Galilee in order to catch those fish in in other words he was throwing that net as far into the sea as he possibly could and so he takes that idea that metaphor that 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 concept and when he's writing his letter he says we should cast all of our anxiety on god because god cares for us and and this is about us really understanding that that if we are a christ follower a follower of god then, then we can really come to him and we can cast our anxieties on him. So what is it that you need to cast off? What is it that you need to make an intentional decision about and say, God, I am coming to you and I'm casting this particular anxiety over to you because I know that you care for me. And this is the thing. If we can learn how to carry certain issues contain others and cast off those other issues what we can do is we we can build for our lives a sense of balance a sense of stability a sense of resilience that will enable us to manage some of those areas of our lives that would otherwise leave us um, moving into places of of, of real anxiousness and panic and, and stress um and um, yeah, that's that, that's the direction that that really we we need to be going in. That, that we need to be to be moving in. Um, again, there's a there's a wonderful scripture um, that that Paul the apostle uh, gives when he's writing to the church at Philippi. He says, uh, "Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition." With thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will put a guard over your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. And sometimes what we need is we need we need that guard. We need that guard over our heart, and we need that guard over our mind, because when our when our heart is guarded and when our mind is guarded, what we're doing is we're moving ourselves to a position where we can really flourish, uh, where we can really um, take a better approach to the life that we have and the challenges that we all face. Look, I mean, we're all going to have challenges. We're all going to have uh, difficulties that come our way. Um, but what we do need to watch over is we need to watch over this this low level anxiety that can creep upon us um, unawares and sometimes take us by surprise. If we can become more self-aware to, to read those signs, to look and acknowledge those symptoms, which often has to do with we, we're not feeling a sense of peace. Um, we're not feeling joyful about life. If you, if we're losing our sense of mystery, our, our sense of of majesty and wonder of the world in which we live, 
if we feel like we're carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders all of the time, the, these are signs that that anxiety is, is really um, creeping up on us. And it's at those moments that we need to go back and and just really start to tackle some of that in the ways that we, we've been talking about. And so may, may God help you and may God help me to live a less anxious life. May we learn to deal with some of those things that are creeping up. May we understand with a great sense of wisdom what it is that we need to carry, what it is that we've got to contain, and what it is that we must cast off. And in taking that approach to anxiety in our lives, may we move to a place of real contentment, a place of real peace, a place of real assurance, so that we can be both um, a blessing to others and uh, in our own lives so that we can live with the peace, the peace that that God wants to give to us. And um, God does want to give us his peace. And uh, my prayer today for each one of us is that um, by his grace and through his spirit, we would enter into the peace that he wants to give to each one of us. And so until next time, and I'm sure we will come back to this topic on numerous occasions again in the future, but until next time, thanks for listening into the podcast and may grace and peace be with you.